Welcome to Money Tips by Charles Kelly, author of Yes, Money Can Buy You Happiness. Charles spent over 25 years in financial services, working for banks, insurance companies, and as a qualified independent financial advisor running his practice before setting up his speaking, consultancy, and property business. Money Tips will help you save, make, and accumulate more money, whether you are a business owner, entrepreneur, employee, or still searching for your vocation. What is the pensions triple lock in the UK? What does it mean, this triple lock? I'm going to be explaining that and more in this Money Tips podcast, and my name is Charles Kelly. A lot of you in the UK will be hearing about this fierce debate going on about the, the pensions triple lock or the so-called pensions triple lock. What I want to do is explain what it is and explain why this debate is taking place. First of all, the pensions triple lock is a mechanism whereby the, the government guarantee that pensioners, this is people in receipt of the state pension, nothing to do with private pensions or company pensions, but the state basic, what they used to call the old age pension. Pensioners who are in receipt of this pension get a guarantee that their pension will rise by either the rate of inflation, wage growth rate, or two and a half percent. Now, this this triple lock's been in place for many years. And of course, in times of low inflation and low wage growth, uh, you know, perhaps the two and a half percent didn't even come into play. Uh, but now when you've got high inflation and, and the last rise of the, of the pensions last April was actually 10 percent. Uh, so that's quite a big jump for, for pensioners. And there are millions of people who, who, do, who rely on this state pension. But now it's becoming a, a, a huge burden to, to the state or, or to us, the taxpayers, the young people who are paying for this pension scheme, because there is no fund there uh, invested in stocks and shares and, and the markets. The money that the pensions are drawing is paid directly out of taxpayers' pockets right now. So the young people are subsidising the, the uh, uh, people who are retired, the older people. Uh, so th- this this has come about now. Why the reason they're debating this is now is that the government wants to tweak the, the 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 mechanism because they say although wages are higher than inflation, wage price growth has has reached seven point five percent and could cause the Bank of England to to raise interest rates again next week. Uh, because they they that that is higher than inflation, they they could be faced with paying out a, a, a rise on the pension of seven and a half percent. But the government argue that a half percent of that wage rise is due to bonuses paid to nurses and and one off bonuses paid to public sector workers. So that shouldn't apply. Now you might think, well, that's splitting hairs, but you know th- this this amounts to millions and millions and millions, you know, tens of millions of pounds of extra payout from the taxpayer. To the if, if they cut it down to seven percent instead of a seven and a half percent rise, the difference that would make to each pensioner would be about fifty pounds a year. Uh, so you might say, well, that's not not a lot of money, pound a week. But for some people struggling on the bed, breadline, that that is a lot of money. And also politically, it's not a good time going into the next election uh, where you know the Conservative Party, some of their biggest voters are retired people. They tend to turn out more for le- elections than young people. It, it would not be a good time to go in to say, well, you know, we've we've cut your pension. We've taken back 50 pounds out of your pocket and, and all this sort of stuff. So there's a big debate going on about this. But what, what I would add to this is that the state pension is is there almost like a safety net. It's around 10,000 pounds a year. It's not even a quarter of average salary at the moment. 
So it doesn't amount to much. Um, and really, if you're just relying on the state pension, you're not going to have a comfortable retirement. You'll just barely be able to ends, make ends meet. You're probably going to find yourself drawing additional benefits from the government to survive. So what should you do? Uh, well, first of all, don't rely on the state pension. We don't even know if it will be there in 20, 30 years time. It's certainly been pushed back from the current pensionable age, which used to be for women 60, for men 65. Now women have to wait until at least the same as men, which at the moment is 66 going on 67, depending on when you're born. Uh, it could go to 68. So this is the way the government is, is saving money on these massive payouts, because it is multi-billion pounds worth of payouts, one of the biggest uh, things in the budget is is keeping pensioners. Now, of course, pensioners are well, they've been paying into the system all my life. You know, I've, I've paid this as I worked when I was 16 and and all the rest of it. Yeah, that's true. But, you know, they've calculated the amount that people pay in is not enough to cover your pension because people are living much longer nowadays than they did in the past. And, you know, in the past, they, they would expect people to live three years into three or four years into retirement. Well, now people are living you know, 20 and 30 years into retirement. Some people have been drawing their pensions longer than they've ever worked. And it's just not sustainable. It's a bit like a Ponzi scheme that was, you know, we, we heard about Bernie Madoff, this Ponzi scheme that he had. This is taking in money and paying out investors uh, with new money coming in. And that's exactly what these government schemes are. Of course, they're legal. They're not illegal Ponzi schemes, but they're equivalent to a Ponzi scheme. Uh, and of course, the when they calculated these pension schemes, they didn't really have any idea, or they, they should have done, that people would live longer and longer, and there'd be less working people to support those people in, in retirement. So it's a big problem for governments here and, and in the West in general. Uh, and and the, the way they're trying to tweak it is by pushing back the retirement age and, uh, and also tweaking the way that the pension will rise in terms with either the you know, the cost of living rises, wage rise, or, or, a, or a guaranteed minimum. So that's been going on. I would suggest you have got to do something. And it was always that way. You, you always needed to have a private pension, a company pension scheme, or some other form of savings to top up the, the, the basic state pension. I think it used to be called the basic state pension. So don't rely on that. And, you know, do, do have your own pension scheme, get, get financial advice on this, or do have other forms of investment that you can make to, to boost your retirement. And the younger you start, the better, because it gives time for compound interest to take effect and to grow your fund. When I was a financial advisor uh, advising on these pensions, we used to give people a, a, a quotation and say, well, this is what it would be at 65. And this is what it would be if you delay this decision for five years. And the amount of the fund that would would the, the amount the difference in the fund would be approximately half the amount that you would get just by delaying that decision five years. And the reason is that in the last five years, there's so much investment going into, into the fund and there's compound interest on interest. And that boosts up the fund by double in that last five years of leaving the money in there. So the answer is to be financially aware, to get financially educated, to invest early and start investing early as much as you can, or be in a, a company scheme as well. If you're in a company scheme, that's a good thing because the company will contribute on your behalf as well. And of course, if you work for the state sector, if you're, if you're a teacher, nurse, doctor, uh, police officer, fire fire officer, you will get a very good guaranteed 
final salary pension scheme, which most of us will, will not get. Uh, so if you want the best pension, go and work for the government. It might not pay you the best salary. But for others, uh, you, you've got to be doing something and take financial advice on this. Now, if you need more financial education, and we talk about this all the time uh, in, in my podcast, but I am running a webinar uh, called Three Steps to, to, to Money Management and Financial Freedom. And that will be next Wednesday, 8 p.m. Uh, and, and I'll take you through you know, the steps you can take to become you know, just to manage your money, but also to become financially free over time. It's not a get rich quick scheme, but it will give you a lot of useful information to get you started on that road to financial freedom, but also to get a control of your money, your spending, your debts and that sort of thing. Get control of that right away so that you can start to build real wealth for the future. So do join me on that. And I will see you there. Thanks very much. This is Charles Kelly, Money Tips Podcast. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to Money Tips. For more tips and information, visit moneytipsdaily.com. The information given in this podcast is for your entertainment and should not be construed as financial advice. As always, take independent financial advice before making any investment decisions.